Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldon. Hello there, sir. Happy Martin Luther King weekend to you. Yeah, a lot of people off, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people off. A lot of people work. I'm working. You know, you have to do what you got to do. Yeah, TV's a monster that never stops. The airport's <laughs> a monster that never stops. So stops. we both we're both working, right? I know. We both pick careers where uh, it's 24-7, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand. That's the story. But that's all right. You know, it's. but I think we go one step beyond just the holiday. And we talk about, like, the unity that Martin mm-hmm. Luther King was sort of about, right? Yes. Not about, you know, segregating people into different classes or races, but the unity of this country and the world, you know? Of, and there are lot, lots of people have done that. Lots of good stuff has happened because of that, right? Mm-hmm. No, and, it, and it's true. You have to see everybody is equal. Everybody has the same problems. Everybody has the same happiness and hopes for their kids and their family and stuff like that. And we have more in common than we do differences. You know, I've been doing a lot of work with this archbishop who's the archbishop of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And what's really great is when this guy talks, first of all, he sort of connects right away with people. And you get that sense of unity that you share across the world. Like mm-hmm. these are people in Ukraine who we may never meet. But they're like moms and dads with little yeah. kids. They're high school students. They're college students whose like dreams have been crushed. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for like help with them. You know, he's looking to try to do something great. And the church is this kind of first source of strength. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting thing. Like we do have moments where we uniquely unite with other people around. We're looking at that gift of unity on religion and rock today. And that's a, such an important thing for us because I think sometimes it even happens within a school. It happens within a family. It happens within a neighborhood, mm-hmm. sometimes even a cul-de-sac, right? There's a certain like yep, kind of yep. getting together that creates like a little community. That's yeah. That's no, just something no. that pushes us through life, right? You know, and as I was playing the show, I was thinking about your new parish and, and you have seven or eight, is it different masses in different languages? I mean, and those are seven or eight different unique communities, but they all come together. I knew they can all come together for stuff. At the church. Yeah. And that's really neat. And there are certain celebrations we do all together. So mm-hmm. like Christmas Eve, we had a bunch of different language masses, right? Mm-hmm. But then like for Easter, it's one, you know, one mass and everybody comes together. So mm-hmm. we have like Vietnamese, Korean, Italian, Spanish, um, Anglos, mm-hmm. you know, Haitians all kind of come in. It's really pretty cool, actually, when you think no, about it. No, it is really cool. And when you also think about it, you have all those different cultures and different things coming around, uh, you know, centered around the church. But, you know, we always go back to it. All the different foods and how happy everybody is when they get around the table. I have to tell you, I've learned a lot. I haven't, I haven't learned nearly everything, but like mm-hmm. lots of food is getting dropped off at the rectory now. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm like, what is this? And I always yeah. ask people like, when they drop something off, like, let me know what it is. You know, right. There was one thing. It was called kinky. And okay. I was like, kinky, that's got a bad connotation. <laughs> but absolutely not. There's this wonderful um, kind of Haitian dish mm-hmm. that I was like, wow, this is delicious. So you, you learn about different cultures. You grow in that sense of unity. We need it within our world. We need it within our neighborhoods. We also need it within our very selves to be unified, who we say yeah. we are and what we do, those kinds of gifts of unity. So it's kind of all about the power and the gift of unity that calls us together and then sends us forth and then calls us together and then sends us forth, kind of making that web of support across the world in our neighborhoods and even in our own homes. So to celebrate unity and the great gift of unity on this weekend, this is you too. It's called Pride in the Name of Love.
There's you too, pride in the name of love. And that's also part of this day. It's about the sense of pride that unity has connected to it. Certainly this song reflects on Martin Luther King's life directly. Um, and kind of describes it, model describes his death in the, uh, in the lyrics to the song. But interestingly, again, unity and pride are closely related to each other because when we are connected together, there is a certain pride that we have in that. Think about a, you know, World Series winning team or a Super Bowl winning team. There's a certain pride that we take, that the team takes in the unity of the team, that they work together. You know, there's something important about that. So even in this world and in our, our worlds, you know, we could actually have that same kind of pride if we recognize the power of unity, if we recognize the power of coming together and how that makes us strong. It doesn't make us weak that we need one another. It makes us strong that we need one another. And there's something really good about recognizing that because unity takes work, let's face it. And when we work together as a team, that unity just kind of flows in and out and makes all the sense in the world. So certainly worth working at that gift of unity and pride together. It really makes a huge difference. Here's the Doobie Brothers. This is called Listen to the Music.
Doobie Brothers listen to the music. It's kind of interesting because when you think about it, music is a great unifier, right? Uh, go to a concert. You can see how music just unifies in an amazing way. I'll never forget being at a ZZ Top concert one time. And uh, these girls turn around. They're eating French fries with their fingers. They're probably, you know, teenagers. And I was there working on Religion and Rock. We were doing an interview. And uh, they turn around. They say, hey, you want some? And they offered me these fries with their bare fingers. It was like, what? Are you kidding me? You know, I, I couldn't even imagine it. And I said, no, no, thank you. And then as I was kind of standing there, I was watching them. They were having such glory, sharing their fries with their neighbors, just enjoying the music. And I said to myself, they just want to, you know, kind of celebrate unity here. And I'm rejecting it. So I tapped one on the shoulder and I ate a couple of fries, you know. Something about that I think is important, that there's a unity that we share. And it takes work. It takes swallowing our own desires sometimes, right? And, uh, and recognizing that, you know, I didn't die from eating those fries, right? But those kids had that sense of what unity is about. That's what we want to really celebrate in church. That's what church should be at its best. And when we do that well, you know, we're listening to the music. We're actually unified in such a way that something really exciting occurs. And that's what spurs on a lot of great energy. Here's Led Zeppelin. This is called The Battle of Evermore. So cool. 
evermore it's true you know another part of unity is the struggle right no unity comes without some struggle no unity comes without some pain it's how we deal with that it's how we work with the struggles that really creates the unity in our lives when you think about that that's so important to kind of reflect on that there's always some kind of struggle even in a family right to be a family is a struggle there's sometimes arguments and sometimes we don't always get along maybe there's periods of time that we're not spending as much time with one another as we thought we would but the reality of that is when we work to this through the struggles there's a strength that forms there's a glue that forms that we're kind of stronger in the places where we use the glue because we were broken you know it takes forgiveness it takes understanding it takes faith it takes love all those things add up and make a huge difference that the hard work of unity that's part of our lives. So yeah, there's going to be battles. It's not always going to be easy. We're not always going to agree on every single issue, but there's something profound about working toward it. There's something profound about the effort that it takes to be unified. So yeah, if you have a little bit of argumentation in your family right now, don't fear. Pray for that unity that comes from family and love and understanding and do the work of it, like forgiving and accepting that helps things to really grow. Here's the Wallflowers. This is called Heroes. Dolphins 
What makes a hero? What are the things that really make a hero a hero? I think it was they unify other people. They bring other t- people together, but they also inspire others. I'll talk to you about a hero in my life, Dorothy Day. Now, you might not know that name, Dorothy Day. She started a place in New York City called the Catholic Worker. Then it became the Catholic Worker Movement, and it goes on to this very day. As a matter of fact, Dorothy Day is up for sainthood. If you read her life, her life story is pretty different. It's not an ordinary religious Catholic life, you know? She converted to Catholicism. She lived all kinds of crazy lifestyle before, but she became so devoted to God and to service to the poor and to the homeless that it continues to this very day. I remember I interviewed her granddaughter recently, and I was so excited to meet her because it was kind of a direct descendant, obviously. And she said, you know, my grandmother's my hero because she's the one who called me into this life. And I wanted to do this with my entire life, work with the poor, live in her footsteps. And there's something great about that. We want to live in the footsteps of the great heroes, don't we? We want to live in the footsteps of the people who kind of taught us and urged us on. In our church, we call them saints. In our world, we call them great leaders. But there's something powerful about that that helped the work to continue through the inspiration of those people. We want to be those inspiring people, too, that hopefully we inspire others by our lives as well. So important. Hey, here's Lee with Mac. This is called The Chain.
I'm Atsinia Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about unity today. Here's Fleetwood Mac, the chain. Yeah. Well, what is that about? That's about that linkage that we have that really can't be broken. And there's something interesting about that. Sometimes we want to break the chain, right? Don't you wish that you could just be like living in a on an island somewhere sometimes, not have to deal with anybody, not have to deal with traffic, not have to wait online, not have to get cut? All these crazy things that happen to us every day, right? No, but it's about the chain, you know, that we are linked together to one another. And it's a link that's human. It's not this divine link. It's a human link. So we have a link with God that's divine, which is beautiful, right? Which can't be broken. Even if we walk away, God doesn't walk away. But for us here on Earth, there's a chain that's very human. So sometimes the chain gets in the way. Sometimes it gets knotted up. Sometimes it doesn't work so well. But the reality is that we are linked to one another because we were created in the image and likeness of God. So there's something great about that to recognize that. But also on the other side, what I said earlier, that link that we have with God is a chain link that cannot be broken, right? There's something powerful about that. And to come to the point where we can recognize that is important. Maybe spend a little time in prayer this week and say, you know what? Help me to recognize the unity I share with the God who made me. Because there's something positive about that, something beautiful about that, that becomes inspiring and helps us to live with this human chain of faults and brokenness and gifts in a much better way. Here's Eddie Money. This is called Peace in Our Time.
Money, peace in our time. Now, he wrote that song, what, maybe uh, 30 years ago? And yet it continues to this day. We're still praying about peace in our time. We're still singing about peace in our time. We're still looking for peace in our time. So I think the basic bottom line here is that God is not going to give us peace just because we want it. But we have to work at it. We have to really recognize the power of working together and recognizing the power of what it takes for peace in our time. Now, just think about peace in your house, peace in your own heart peace in your mind. Those things are not easy to achieve, right? That's a lot of work. So can you imagine on the larger scale, it, it really does require some relinquishing and understanding. And that's not always easy, but that's part of what we're called to, the hard work of what that is, the hard work of what peace in our time is all about. It's not always easy, but that's part of the challenge. And the other good news about this is really, it's been going on forever. I mean, if you study history at all, you can see that there has really never been a time where the world is in perfect harmony, right? Sure, we want to work toward that. Sure, we want to pray for that. But there's always conflict. There's always always people who are going to be hurting other people and reaching out and destroying that which is not theirs. All of that is part of humanity, the brokenness of humanity. We pray to triumph over that, but we pray for peace in our little world, that we can make a difference and help it to grow throughout the world. Here's Eric Clapton, Promises. I don't care if you never come home. I don't mind if you just keep on rolling Cause I don't love you and you don't love me Cause a commotion when you come to town You give them a smile and they melt Having lovers and friends is all good and fine But I don't like yours and you don't
time So what I want you to see That I'd still love you with just I got a problem Can you relate? I got a woman Calling love pain Interesting. A part of unity is promises, right? We make a certain promise, don't we? Like in marriage, for example, to be unified with this person for the rest of our lives in good times and bad, in sickness and in health until death do us part, right? Now, in the perfect world, that's what the depth of what marriage is all about. For me, I made a promise to God um, that and to the church that I would serve as a priest my entire life. There's something about that that's beautiful. When you think about that kind of depth of unity, that I'm going to link to the people of God and God as a priest, my life. You're going to link to a spouse for your entire life. There's something about that that's really profound, and it takes a promise. So unity kind of takes a promise. To do this well, it really does take a deep promise, a deep commitment, a deep pledge, if you will. So for you and I, there are certain pledges that we take that are important, right? The ones, like I mentioned before, but also just like a pledge and a promise to live our faith, to be a faithful person, to do the right thing in this world. All of that stuff adds up and it makes a huge difference, but it's something we got to reflect on. We don't just do it blindly, you know? We need God's help in that, and we pray to God to help us to live those promises well every day. I certainly do myself, I can tell you that. Here's Billy Joel. It's called All About Soul. Dream. 
Billy Joel, All About Soul. I used to love that song and that album so much. I listen to it all the time. There's something about that that's important. That's the depth of what unity is, to be soulmates, right, with somebody, to be deeply, deeply connected, that like our souls kind of touch each other somehow. You can't have a cup full of your soul. You can't see it in a photograph or anything like that, but you know it's there. 
It's that animating feature of who we are. And you know it's there when it's not there, right? So when somebody passes away, their soul is gone. That animating feature of who they are has gone home to God. There's something about that in our lives, you know, that that animating feature, when it touches somebody else, we look for a word to describe that. And often we call it soulmates because there's something in a very deep level that's unified, that's linked. And there's something beautiful about that. When that happens in this world, boy, life takes on new meaning, right? Because we find that soulmate, that person that we love. But even it happens sometimes in friendship, right? We have these deep friendships that become about the soul. They become deep down. And there's a really beautiful blessing from God when that occurs. A moment, in a sense, where we remember Martin Luther King, we talk about unity today. We're talking about the depth of what it really is to have our souls connected to God and to be grateful for that, which makes all the difference in the world. Here's Van Halen. This is called Dreams.
Van Halen dreams. Dreams are all often about visions. They're also also about things that we dream about and think about and want and wish and desire. And they come out in crazy ways sometimes, right? I remember the day I was going to become a priest. I had a dream that night before that I was given a yellow Superman suit and I was told to put it on. And I said to the person who gave it to me, this is not going to fit me. It's never going to work. This isn't going to fit. I'm not Superman. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to try to figure out what that was all about, right? But there's something interesting about our dreams because our dreams are about hopes becoming reality. And that's part of unity, too, that we pray that our dreams will become a reality some way. Our dreams of getting along with our families, getting along with the people in the neighborhood, calling a truce in this world of aggression and all kinds of selfishness. Those kinds of things can be reality if we're willing to really work at that. No dreams come to reality without a lot of work, right? They don't just happen. So there's something about the dream coming in reality that involves you and me, that we have to be working at this stuff. We have to be thinking about it and praying about it and taking the actions necessary to allow the dreams to become a reality. A lot of my dreams come true in this world, and I am grateful to God for it every day. Hopefully the same is for you. And if not, to pray that those dreams will come true on one level or another, that we can be grateful to God for the many gifts we've received. Here's Mott the Hoople, Roll Away the Stone.
Matt, the hoople rolled away the stone. You know, that's how the resurrection was revealed. They rolled back the stone from the tomb and Jesus's body was gone. And that's how that all Easter came about. So yeah, roll away the stone and open up to the resurrection. Uh, like let the death out of your life or the death and dark views of other people and other situations out of your life and allow, you know, the resurrection to occur. That's the beauty of it. It's that here comes the sun kind of experience, that the sun will shine in in every corner of darkness and kind of conquer it. So it's good news for you and me today. It's a celebration of unity and recognizing that though many, we are one. We can remain many. The goal is to become one eventually. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaun. It's engineered and produced by the great man of unity, Mr. Unity, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>